So I want to talk about anticipation. Uh, in the larger swing, uh, anticipation is one of those things that some people can deal with, some people deal with in less constructive ways. Some people just don't like it at all. Anticipation can be, um, can make a person anxious. For me, um, anticipation is kind of a good thing because uh, as a comic book fan, um, and I'm a lover of science fiction, fantasy, and uh, those include superhero movies, the anticipation of those movies coming out was, um, it, was it, it was expected. You always knew, like at the end of uh, Thor or the end of Captain America, that there was going to be that, you know, that end scene that was going to let you know what was coming. It was going to let you um, have a glimpse of what the next movie was going to be and how it was connected to the first one. So after a while, people would go to the movies and they would see these Marvel films, and at the end, they would wait because they knew. At the end of a really fun ride, there was going to be a little extra, a nice little treat for those of you who stayed in your seats and ate your popcorn quietly and didn't rush for the exit to you know get out of your parking space quicker. It was a gift. So it was one of those things for me. I looked forward to it. I looked forward to those little, you know, those little, little gifts that the filmmakers would give you. Uh, considering it was a superhero movies, and I'm a comic book fan, uh, getting into a comic book series of one that you're really, really excited about. After you read that one issue, you had to wait 30 days until the next issue. And it was a part of the bargain. It was, it was a part of the contract that you entered into with the comic book publisher. Um, and even to a smaller scale, it, the contract that you signed um, with the creators of that comic book. And it was okay. Because you didn't, you didn't lose sleep over it. You didn't you know, chew your nails to the nub. Um, or I didn't, you know, I wouldn't fret, I wouldn't walk a rut into my carpet waiting for that next issue, I would just wait. The uh, anticipation was there, but it wasn't, wasn't overpowering. Um, case in point, uh, the Twilight movies came out, and uh, the books came out first, obviously, and my daughter read those books. And for her, being a you know being a young girl, the anticipation of waiting for the movie once she found out there was going to be a movie was one of those things that if you were reminded of the fact that a movie was coming out, your your level of anxiety or your anxiousness would amp up. Your anticipation uh, grew to a level where you couldn't handle it and it became anxiousness. But the movie came out. And that moment was satisfied. We're coming up on election day tomorrow. Tomorrow will be November 3rd, 2020. And for most of us who watched the election on November 9th, 2016, that night was for a lot of people, 
devastating on some levels, um, frightening, scary, terrifying, petrifying. Lots of adjectives could be used to describe that moment. And over the years, from 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, many of us have been patiently waiting for this day to come. The anticipation of this day was immense, and now it's here. The anticipation that has built up over four years has crescendoed to an extent where people are uh, eating out of anxiousness. They're, uh, they're, they're fret eating. They're doom scrolling through their Twitter. They're, they're trying to find ways to manage that anticipation for tomorrow, which is going to be an incredible day. Tomorrow we get to see our democracy in action. We get to see um, the Sturm und Drang of Election Day. You're going to see a lot of people tripping. You're going to see a lot of people angry and anxious and um, stress eating, stress drinking, stress cursing, stress tweeting. It's going to be a day. And it will start the moment the polls open or the moment the first poll in whichever state opens. So it's a lot of us are swimming in anticipation. It, it's, it's waist deep and it's creeping up to our chest and we're managing that anticipation by whatever means necessary. I personally am looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to when the best way I think to describe it at least for me, is the dentist. I hate the dentist. Not a particular dentist. I hate the event of going to the dentist. It's always filled me with dread. It's never been a happy time. I frankly don't know anybody who looks forward to going to the dentist. And sadly, um, it's through no fault of the dentist, per se, but the actual act that's going to happen in the dentist's office. So worst-case scenario about, the, about going to the dentist, um, or maybe it's the best-case scenario, depends. It's never happened. I've never done it, nor do I intend to, but I theorize or I posit that, say, for example, you have to go to the dentist. And you decide to throw caution and, frankly, ration out the window. Knowing that this event shakes you up, gets you anxious and jittery and, and in some ways sweating, dread sweating, you decide to drink before you go to the dentist. You decide to have a few, you know, a few cocktails before you walk into the dentist's office. Because by the time you walk into the dentist's office, you know, you're well lubricated. You can sit in that chair and wait for the guy to come out and get you, and you're cool. You're joking with the other people who are there. You see a couple of people who are a little bit afraid and frightened, and you're thinking, ah, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's going to be fun. You're going to love it. 
they're looking at you as anybody would look at you as a fool. Nobody goes to the dentist drunk. It's not the thing you do. But it's the thing you've chosen for yourself to handle the stress of going to the dentist. This is how you're managing your stress. And I think for a lot of people tomorrow, um, it's probably a day that's filled with more dread than going to the dentist. It's, it's a monumental time in our, in our country's history. It is uh, one of the most consequential elections that we, could, that we have ever had. Uh, it decides the fate of a great many things. And there's a lot riding on it. So I'm thinking, and this is just an assumption, that there's going to be a lot of drinking being done tomorrow. There's going to be a lot of libations poured. Um, uh, maybe some people are going to flout the social distancing rules and gather together with their own either personal bottle or a great big punch bowl filled with alcohol. Um, or maybe people will do other things. In certain states where uh, cannabis is legal, I'm sure cannabis sales at the local dispensary have shot through the roof. People are going to find the best way they can to get through this anxious moment. And if you've got to get through this anxious moment with a couple of cocktails in you or maybe a couple of edibles or you lit up your own your, your favorite piece and you're just going to try to chill yourself out to the point where you can do it. It's not a bad thing. As long as one, you're not driving, two, you're doing it responsibly, three, you're with people you trust, or you're by yourself and safe, it's not a bad idea. Something to think about. So anticipation, in anticipation of tomorrow's um, monumental day, or the events, the monumental events that are going to be happening tomorrow, um, we are going to try to find the best way we can to get through. Because the anticipation has been building up to this moment. And we will probably know with maybe an 80 degrees percent or an 80 percent degree of certainty that um, we'll know what the outcome is tomorrow. Um, and that's all we should focus on, really. We should only focus on what happens tomorrow. Not what's going to happen days after that, what's not what's going to happen months after that. That once, you know, as, as you probably know, because you, you probably studied in physics or what was awake in social studies or f civics, that the election night is a cursory look at who's going to be president. Votes still need to be counted. We still need to have absentee ballots counted. We still need to find out to a, to a 100 degree certainty or a 100% certainty who the president is. So tomorrow's anticipation is just for tomorrow. 
Don't worry about the days after that. They'll take care of themselves. And you don't need any more um, anxiety about tomorrow. That's if you're anxious at all. Me, personally, I'm a little anxious. I'm not, like, waiting for the end of the Dark Phoenix saga anxious or... Um, I don't know, the, 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 the next Avengers movie anxious. I'm not that level. I'm more the level of uh, the end of the Twilight Saga anxious. I know my daughter wants to see it. I know I'm going to take, take, take her to see it. I'm going to sit there and enjoy my time with her. Uh, it's not really me. It's not my, I'm not that anxious about that. So, what we can take from tomorrow is only what tomorrow offers us. So, tomorrow, when the first poll and the first date opens, I am going to submit one podcast. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put up a podcast before the election data has come in because it's going to be a long day. It's going to be a very long day. And probably around 5 o'clock, I'll post another one, sort of midway through, about how we're doing, how, this, how the country's holding up, how, how people are dealing with their anxiety, how they're managing the anxiousness of the moment, what they're doing. I'm going to look on Twitter, probably troll my friends if they're up to giving me the information. And then... Probably around 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning, maybe even 3, post my feelings about how the election went. That's part of how I'm going to deal with the anticipation of finally knowing what I would really like to know. I'm not going to make any commentary about how the other side is dealing because... I think depending on where you are politically, whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, uh, whether you're a liberal or a progressive, um, everyone has something riding on this election. And I don't need to remind anyone that we're all still Americans. We, we're all connected to each other. What one does almost inevitably affects another person. We don't live on islands, so I'm not going to tip. I'm not going to categorize or make commentary on what they do because that's not really what tomorrow is all about. Tomorrow is about we as American exercising our franchise to vote into office people we want to take care of us and people we trust to do that job. And maybe you know. <laughs> Maybe we'll have a couple of commentaries about certain people if they interview them, which they probably won't. Exit polls have a tendency to be a bit, um, um, depending on what side you are, some people can be salty. Other people can be um, jubilant to the point of being obnoxious. And I'm sure tomorrow is going to run the gamut. But the best thing we can do is, I think, tr is try to enjoy it. Stress is a killer. We stress over this. 
Uh, I'm sure some people are going to drink too much, probably say too much on Twitter, maybe call up that ex that you had, that you had an argument with, that you fell out with, or you broke up with, you know, try to say, hey, baby, I'm sorry, or call up that boss who fired you that you had an inkling was quite possibly a Republican or voted for Trump and just lay into him with quite a few ounces of alcohol in your system. We want to we steer away from that kind of thing. Because again, it's not about settling old scores, you know, trying to get back in the good graces of a woman or a man that you let go. Um, not settling scores with old bosses who may or may not be um, uh, not a very nice person, I guess is the best way to put it. We just want to focus on getting our country back to the way we want it to be. And I've been seeing a lot of interviews on the news programs because unfortunately I'm a news junkie. And what that means is that um, CNN, MSNBC, Newsy, um, unfortunately Fox News, because it does pay to have a comprehensive take on what the news is. And even though they are um, a tissue of lies on a 24-hour stream, it helps to know what they're saying. Some of us probably have parents who listen and watch the Fox News. Listen and watch the Fox You know what I mean. They watch it. They imbibe it. They um, have it on all the time, almost to the point where if they turn it off, they go through withdrawal. I saw a tweet, uh, a tweet where <laughs> someone said that it's like the They Live broadcast. And if you know the movie They Live, you know what I'm talking about. And if you don't know the movie They Live, watch it tomorrow. Because you're not going to want to watch 24 hours of poll results because it's not going to work that way. Watch They Live tomorrow, and you'll know what I'm thinking or saying about Fox News. Terrible, terrible, terrible. So, in summation, tomorrow is Election Day. Tomorrow is a very big day, and it's a very important day. It means a lot to a lot of us. It's a consequential election. Our ancestors are watching. People we've lost are watching. We got to do right by them and make sure this country turns blue. Because red ain't, red ain't getting it. Red, red, red is not the color right now. It may, be, may look good on you. And that's cool. Wear a red t-shirt, wear red pants, not a red hat. Wear it. Don't vote it. It's time to get back to the way things used to be. You've been listening to the Black and Brown Ghetto Underground. God bless you, and I hope to see you soon.